Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music Music ranked. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Uh, you join us for another delightful edition of Music Ranked with Eric Hersey. And oddly enough, I have on the line with me, you guessed it, Eric Hersey. How you doing, Eric? Hey, I'm doing fantastic this morning. And um, and I won't tell the truth on the podcast because you already know the truth, which is my mo- which my morning was a little crazy and chaotic, but we're here and having a good time. That's right. Sweet. So, Eric, who 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 is next up on the rankings based on your 2007 original ranking scale? Who, who are we chatting about? Hey, Todd, today we're going to talk about a, a little group called the Moody Blues. Hmm. Um, although, I, although I think you want to talk about the cars because, boy, they're flying by today. But that's yeah. The, yeah. the great audio recording you get from us because we are still living that, that lovely, lovely quarantine life. That's right. That's right. So if I if I if I want to if I want to uh, the podcast and uh, not have you know the youngsters floating around and or disturb uh, my wife while she's trying to work, it's it's onto the front porch for me. And because it's been raining, you can extra. That's what I was going to say. Is it, is it raining? Yeah, yes. it's 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 damp, so you get that extra acoustic joy from the uh, the, the rubber hitting the road with a, a nice sheen of of damp to amplify that fun and now that we're recording it seems like traffic has picked up because oh good that's how the, that's well, they, how they're works. just they're trying to get a glimpse uh in and, and listen in just for a brief second of our discussion on the moody blues they're, they're trying to get the preview yeah that's it that's it yeah. so what do you what do you know about the moody blues i, I know um, i i have a decent memory um of this group, but I just, you know, figure we'll, we'll start and, and hear some of your stories and, or any recollection of the group. Sure. Sure. You, you've got the research. I've got the, the scant and scattered memories end of things covered. So we'll, we'll Good. We can start, Good. we can start on that, that, that end. Um, I, I am aware of and familiar with the Moody blues in, you know, shock and surprise by virtue of our father. Um, there's a lot of music that, that you and I are into that we, uh, we got from dad. Um, he was a fan, um, and I, you know, I have memories of him and listening to it. I, I recall one of the first CDs that he got, uh, you know, when that technology became available and we got a, got a CD player, um, he, he, he acquired the, the uh, their greatest hits album and, and played that on pretty heavy rotation for a while there. So it, it was echoing through the, uh, the halls of, of Hersey house quite a bit. Um, and I liked it. Um, at the time I was, I was more, more of a, a heavy metal grunge classic rock kind of guy at the time. So it was, it was a little milder than, than I would normally prefer. Uh, but it was good stuff. Um, you know, there were, there were, there were quite a few tracks on there that I enjoyed. Um, it wasn't until oh, geez, a decade or so later that I ended up acquiring, you know, my own copies of Moody Bluesness. Uh, which again amounted to their greatest hits album. I think it was the exact same, uh, you know, 
compilation that dad had, which worked out well because it was stuff I was familiar with and enjoyed and knew I liked. Yeah, um, yeah. And up until recently, and by recently, I mean uh, a couple of weeks ago when you said, hey, we're going to talk about the Moody Blues. And I said, well, I guess I should probably dive in and get some more. Um, all I had to work with was the greatest hits. Um, so my, uh, my palette to, to work from, as it were, is, is perhaps a little more limited than yours. Um, but, uh, but good stuff. Um, I will say the, you know, one of the, when, when you say the Moody Blues to me, there is a very specific memory that, that pops into my brain and, and gives me a combination of, of warm fuzzies and a little bit of, you know, forlorn sadness. And that is, I remember, uh, you know, my, my teen years, I was, you know, in that stage where, you, you know, you, you don't really like to hang out at home. You'd rather be out with your friends and doing stuff kind of thing. Um, and I remember coming home from one such excursion and dad had the drum set up in the middle room and he had the, uh, the Moody Blues cranking and, and he was he was playing along with it. And it was uh, the other side of life. And, it, you know, the, which is it, which even at the time was one of my favorite songs from them. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, I walked in and like, you can hear it, you know, as you approach the house, because, you know, the music was cranked and drums are not a quiet. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, as you approach the house, you're like, ah, dad, dad's practicing. Cool. Um, and, you know, I walked in, heard him like, good deal. And, you know, he was dad was an excellent drummer. And, you know, he was he was he was making it happen. Um, and, and just anytime, anytime you say Moody Blues, I, I think back to that, that, that point in time. Um, and I can see dad, see dad banging away with the, uh, the other side of life clanking in the background. Um, you know, and not to get, you know, too, too sappy or emotional right out the gate. Uh, you know, it, it, it hits me every time because not only is that just a great memory of dad, but you know, the song being the other side of life and, and with dad no longer with us, it's, you know, it, it stirs some emotions. Um, but uh, that, that I would say is probably my most, uh, you know, vivid, strong memory of the Moody Blues. Um, you know, since I've sort of expanded my selections and, and listened to some more of their stuff, um, you know, we can, we can talk about, you know, albums and tracks and stuff, but, you know, all in all, uh, I, I would say I enjoy the Moody Blues. Um, I, I don't know that they're, you know, displacing any of my favorites, uh, um, but, you know, by the same token, I don't think there's any of their songs that are like, oh, this is garbage. Like, it's, it's, all, it's all good stuff. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there, and thank you for the story. I appreciate that. I have vivid memories of myself. I, I mean, that's how, obviously, I know the Moody Blues is um, more so some of their later stuff that they came out with. You know, so the, the Moody Blues are originally a 60s band. Um, they were almost like a British in, invasion style. Mm -hmm. um, uh, oh, their actual original album, which is uh, The Magnificent Moody's, um, is done more of like an R&B or, and I know I've thrown this out there before, like a Mersey Beat style band, which is like right. early, like, um, they were almost kind of like Beatles-esque, the early Beatles-esque, you know, when they were still okay. kind of right before uh, the Beatles kind of came over to America. And it looks like 1965. So it was right in that, that ballpark. Um, mm -hmm. 
and after after that original album and they had like maybe a couple i'm looking out of here and the magnificent moody's must be like a compilation style because it had 25 tracks and that's a lot and i mean so yeah so i'm looking out of here and i and it's been a quite it's been a while since i've actually did like the hardcore um the hardcore research on like the wikipedia and watching the documentaries it's been a several months but it looked like there was like a bonus track that i have here that is uh from songs 13 to 25 are all bonus so really their first album was probably about 12 songs and they had a a couple hits and then then they changed up their their style which is what pretty much attracted me to the moody blues um which is the album days of future past Uh, so so this was in 67 and it's i wouldn't say it's near it's almost a concept album but it's not um i I would agree i would agree they decided to use a um pretty much like an orchestra you know like they legit said all right how can we make this happen um and i think that's when you start hearing their change in sound and i be i believe they become more progressive rock at that point in time i i I would say yeah you know and and it's it's i mean it's probably one of the best albums i think uh i've heard or enjoy now I have some crazy memories of this album, but it, for those who haven't listened to it, it's Days of Future Past. It is, it's essentially like um, a lot more instrumental, like orchestrated uh, orchestra music uh, yeah. at parts, but also mixed with uh, like really good rock, like classic rock that you would know today. Um, and it kind of tells mm-hmm. slowly the the tale of a day um, beginning and ending. Uh, I mean, all the yeah. titles are the day begins, dawn, the morning, lunch break, afternoon, so forth. Right. Um, and then you probably know some of the famous songs on there because there's a song called Tuesday Afternoon, which yeah. is one of their favorite. And then and then Nights in White Satin, which is probably arguably one of their most well-known. Absolutely. So, so Todd, do you know, do you know Egypt Valley? Have you ever heard of Egypt Valley before? I have not. Please. All right. Illuminate us. All right, so Egypt Valley is actually uh, out past St. Clairsville, Ohio, near Belmont, um, Ohio. It is a, oh, if memory serves me correct, it is like some type of, it's not a nature reserve, but it's just kind of like an, an open, an open lot where there's not much there. Uh, let mm-hmm. me, I'm going to, um, I'm going to actually just real quick figure out what they exactly they call it but it is probably one of the more creepy places in the high valley right okay and they say it is it's like a wildlife area um but the reason i know about it is because of course when you're in high school and you're around your your friends and stuff you go ghost hunting it's just what you do no that's (laughs) that's, that's fair i I don't know if that's a if that's a general youth thing or if that's a an ohio valley youth thing but oh yeah me and the boys would go find weird abandoned places and lurk no. Yep. That's yep. it. So That's we, I went through a phase, obviously in high school, and I don't know what grades it was, but um, we went through a phase, and definitely Egypt Valley was on that list. So I'm looking here online, and there's all types of ghost stories, and there's a nat. It's just like you, you would drive to this. You drive for us would be about 40 minutes. We go at nighttime, and right. it was just very open fields, but like there would be like you know some old structures. Um, you know, old looking buildings, almost just creepy looking, uh, you know, um, I don't know. It just, it, you know, and it's just a creepy looking place that you would go ghost hunting. 
Um, and there was a whole bunch of stories and, um, you know, of like murders or whatever that happened there. Uh, so right. when we go, th- we went there and I recall the first time or maybe the, you know, one of the first times I listened to Days of Future Past, we were, we were, we were in Egypt Valley and we were getting ourselves spooked out. It was one of those dark nights, but the moon was real bright and there was, um, you know, the, the clouds were kind of like in and out over the moon and right. we were in my friend's car who had like a moon roof and we played through the entire album, which might've been maybe 50 minutes or so. And yeah. And it, we were, I think we we're just freaking ourselves out because we were, you know, thinking that we were hearing things, seeing things because we got out of the car multiple times. And if, anybody that's ever listened to the album at the very end, the, there's multiple moments where there's poems. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, um, it synced up perfectly as we left these giant gates of Egypt Valley. And it was it, it, and it was like a haunting, you know, poem. Um and it, as we left, it just it synced up perfectly, almost as if it was like Wizard of Oz and Pink Floyd, you know, synced. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, that was probably one of the most creepy, weird, uh, odd, like, instances in my entire life. So that's where I think of, like, Moody Blues is, like, it gives me a little bit of an eerie, eerie feeling, um, which is fun. It's like being mischievous or, or just, like, your guilty pleasures of, like, watching an unsolved mysteries and having a little bit of your the hair on your arm kind of trickle up even though you like you're you're sitting at your house so um i think uh you know moody blues not just you know that's their early work and then what you were talking about the other side of life is almost when they had like a resurgence almost in the 90s uh and i think 86 maybe 90 is probably you know around that time frame when you're you know and they've been able to produce songs throughout so which has been pretty uh pretty interesting and and good for them yeah um, I, I would like to add a couple of comments on the, the days of future past piece, but please first, let's, let's, let's have a quick break and, and let oh. you or a family member sell some things to the, to the, to the audience. How's that sound? Perfect. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. we're back so eric uh before we before we move on from from days of future past um i just wanted to say i i agree because i i would classify it as a concept album because it does have a, a an overall theme and goes through you know the course of the day and all the songs do do a really good job of sort of merging from one to the next like it is one that is definitely one of the albums that you should listen to it as an album it's definitely more enjoyable that way than just, you know, having it on shuffle or, or mixed oh, yeah. in with things. Um, and I would say of, you know, like I, if I were to pick my favorite album, I would probably cheat and say, Oh, greatest hits. Uh, but, but if I were to go with, you know, picking one of their actual albums, days of future past definitely gets top spot for me. 
um, because it's 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 nicely thematic, and you know it's it's just good stuff. Um, what struck me is in in listening to it, particularly the first few tracks, it sounds almost like it's a soundtrack to like a movie in like the sixties or seventies. Like the, oh yeah, the the, the 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 you know sort of the the background music like it's you know the morning one and they're you know from the the title of the song and you know from the the song where I like it's you know it's the morning and they're going into town and whatever and you can almost picture like a sixties or seventies you know sort of cinematic street scene of people bustling around and the music just syncs up perfectly to that that sort of thing. Um, oh yeah. And, and yeah, it's very, very orchestrated, very, very uh, orchestral. Um, and it's just, it's just good stuff. And you know, you have that, and then they kick into a, a you know, a, 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 a solid rock song. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's a perfect blend. Um, it is. I, it's, I, it's I, weird I really how they did that. It. Yeah, yeah, like I, I mean, you know, I, I think it's funny because we all kind of, um, uh, you know, like at least with this, it really makes you kind of paint a picture in your head if you kind of understand, you know, like the tones and stuff. Now I always, for some reason, I always picture like a, like a, uh, woods scene. Like this is done in like the woods where there's no people around or anything like that. It's almost like a Bambi esque, you know, mm. dripping of mm. the, the rain and stuff like that. Um, because I, I feel like it's very, you know, nature based, but it either way, I do, I think if that's, you know, if you're in, and if you're in the, the mood to sit in a chair and just listen to some music and just let, let your mind wander, I mean, I don't know if you could find a better album out there. I, I I would tend to agree because it is it is it is very good music to imagine things by, um, and 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 to actually let the music take you on a journey, so to speak. Yeah. So no, yeah. I agree. Um, so you know, and and you know, like I said, I I think I would probably say the other side of life is probably my favorite, but the runners up, probably tied for second and third, would be. Tuesday afternoon and night oh, yeah. satin, which are both off, yep. off of that album. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I think um, I'm looking at it here, and I would like to. I'll pull up some of my my top songs and see what we got going on here. So in my case, and um, it looks to me like I had maybe ten, ten five song. Yeah, ten ten five stars. Lots of lots of four stars, and uh, the three stars are the majority. There were a couple two and ones. And as always, ones are usually noise songs. So I think there was a song where they had like monks um, just humming or something like that. I mean, right. so the tri- the progression of so the funny thing about the Moody Blues, they did definitely progress through time. So it was oh, number yeah. one, they were like very British, like trying to be the Beatles. And they were like, now nah, this is not us. And then they went to they found their sound by the second album. And you hear that throughout. And slowly as the 80s. Uh, started coming, you start hearing more of a pop rock style, you know, like yep. a more, like a more, like even the other side of life is kind of like an 80s pop style. Oh, you yeah. know, I'm you sure can, there's a you, specific you term, can, but you you can tell that, you know, you, you can tell from listening to it, the time frame in which it was made, because it's like, ah, this is the point where, you know, synthesizers and or drum machines were invented yep. and commercially Absolutely. available. And they they left on that train, which is not a bad thing. Uh, but you you can tell it's like ah they've they've expanded you know their their gear selection to to uh-huh. accommodate their sound as it's evolved and yeah absolutely so here's a couple songs that are fit in that mold that are later songs but I think are very good 
Uh, there's a song called I Know You're Out There Somewhere. Are you familiar I, with that one? Yes, that is that is a that is the greatest hit right there. Absolutely. Yep. Um, then you would have uh, the song that you said, The Other Side of Life and Your Wildest Dreams. So yep. Your Wildest Dreams is definitely in that later realm. So yep. those are all those hit the five stars. Now, in terms of earlier stuff, um, you're definitely I'm sure most people have heard Ride My Seesaw, which yep. is another one of their hits. Um, yep. There's a song called Question that is really good. Now, the thing is, it, um, you'd have to hear it to kind of know what it is because the title doesn't just give it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and then yeah. and then uh, essentially the way I looked at it, there's a lot of fours. Um, there's some some serious good hits. Um, oh, yeah. But overall, I think if I had to pick my favorite song, it's 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 going to be Nights in White Satin as well. So you and I line up there. That's, that's a tough that's, one. Yeah, that's legit. Yo, yeah. I mean, that that's a really tough one because there are really some good songs that I like. This was one where there's not a oh, it's not a clear favorite. I think they actually had to battle it out pretty hardcore. Um, and <laughs> here's a little side story. Funny enough, um, in 2007, when I actually um, when I actually did the original ranking, my favorite song was a call, song called Forever Autumn. And, hmm. you know, the, yeah, exactly. The funny thing about that, Forever Autumn is a very moody blues sounding song, but it's actually yeah. not the moody blues. It's actually just Justin Hayward, the, lead, the singer. <laughs> and he did okay. a solo song for a soundtrack. So back before I was really, you know, obviously looking stuff up, I said, oh, I like, you know, and it's a really good song. You'd like it probably if you enjoy the other side of life and everything like that. Right. Uh, it is kind of a hybrid between their 60s work, you know, and right. uh, like it sounds like an, it could very well be a, um, you know, song from Days of Future Past, but merged with, you know, some of the, the you know, other side of life. So you should try that out. It's called Forever Autumn, but it's just uh, Justin Hayward. You'd probably have to find that on iTunes under some just like just buy the song, not the whole album. It's on some type of soundtrack for a movie, much like you were talking right. about. So I think that's pretty pretty fun um that is neat so i don't think there's any doubt that our favorite albums probably are you know is days of future past but there were and i and this is kind of a segue here because as um as i do i go through and listen to uh several podcasts about the groups and stuff and i love finding the ones that actually do like album reviews or song reviews every now and then you'll find a podcast that actually like dissects a song and that's fun. I mean, it's really technical stuff, uh, but it's it's pretty fun how that works. Right. Uh, but that, there was a, a podcast called Discord and Rhyme, and they actually um, have done several albums uh, for groups I listen to. But they actually dissected the album on a threshold of a dream. And okay. um, that was it's not like one of the better albums in, in terms of my ranking, I think, is overall. I'm looking at it here, and it's it, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't score extremely well because it doesn't have a ton of hits hits. But right. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed um, after listening to their stuff and they kind of dissecting how it goes and why why this is a good balance and why they like it so much. I listened to it back and I'm like, oh yeah, I think I, I agree. So finding those little gem podcasts are always fun because I feel like it enhances your listening experience when you kind of you know listen oh, to yeah. an album. You know, you yeah, understand it, it, more. Gives you a little more insight. Gives you, yeah, you know, sort of gives you, a, gives you a little, little, little something extra to to connect it to, um, and and sort of sort of builds that 
No, I, I can I can definitely get because there there have been I, I can't think of any specific examples because I've you know put myself on the on the spot here, but there have definitely been been cases where, you know there there have been albums that you know I've heard and listened to and they're fine, or you know groups that I that you know I've heard some of their stuff, but then you know I've gone to their concert, and from that point forward there's been sort of a, a deeper better connection with them, and I find that oh you know I I, I feel like I enjoy these guys more now. Sort of yeah, and so oh, yeah. yeah, and so getting a little bit, little more insight, you know, like I said, just sort of deepens that connection, and kind of you know can definitely help enhance your enjoyment of that thing moving forward. So I, that that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, and especially when you have um, you know, it's, it's a lot of these people that are doing podcasts about music know far more about music than I do. You know, we're oh. talking more about our memories and 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 what our personal preference, but I couldn't tell you the difficulties of making this, you know, this change in whatever, um, right. You know, where they talk about, Hey, pick this up and listen to it. And then when you re-listen to the song, you'll be like, Oh yeah, that was really nifty. That sounded really cool. Where you like, just don't notice it. Cause you're just listening to music, you know? Right. Um, right. So that's fun. And there was another one uh, that was called prog notes and they actually do the days of future past. So they do the same kind of stuff. Um, so I would say reach out, look at those if you're into, uh, into that. Um, in my documentary world, where I kind of try to find a good documentary about the group, there was really only one, but the good news is it's free, and it's on YouTube, and there's also a cameo uh, uh, from The Simpsons in this one, and I probably okay. watched it. It's just, <laughs> j- just type in the Moody Blues documentary, and okay. um, they, The Simpsons must have made some type of Moody Blues joke, uh, and that's how, like, within the first <laughs> three minutes, you see The Simpsons making the joke, and then they go in through, like, the the... It looks to me like it's a 1980s, um, straight from a VHS tape, but from the BBC, <laughs> from a non-BBC brand. Like it, it's, it's well done, but it is definitely gives you the vibes of like this was a long time ago when they were talking about the Moody Blues. But they talk about you know the entire band and how they they formed and uh, you know so essentially. I mean, I'm wondering if they're still together. My, you know, I I don't know. I yeah. think a couple. I think there might have been one or two of them that might have passed away. But they might yeah. still be touring. I can't remember. Um, they, 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 they've been around for a little while now. So it's, uh, you know, it could go yeah. either way. Yeah. So I'm sure that, but I mean, we all have, we all know their hits. Uh, or at least I'm sure that they're still getting some good old radio play on that Eagle, Eagle 107.5 here at the Valley. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. Todd, do you yep. have any lasting thoughts for the Moody Blues? I mean, um, for me, I would just recommend strongly, uh, check out days of future path and um and i guess if you're going to pick an er, a newer album i would say go after that other side of life that you'll have some good hits on that one uh, what's uh, your agree. thoughts agree if, if 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 i were to to recommend albums those would be the two i would pick um if if somebody wanted to go a little broader i would say just just grab yourself the greatest hits and and that that'll get you covered that you know that that worked for me for for decades um, I'm glad to have, you know, listened to more of it, um, particularly for Days of Future Past. But um, I guess in, in my, you know, sort of expanding my, 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 my collection listening to them, like I said, the, the Moody Blues were, were good stuff. I, I enjoyed all of it. Like when I was going through and ranking, I don't, I don't know that there were any one stars. Um, there might have been, you know, m- maybe one. Um, and I didn't listen to their full discography like I did, like you did. I think I, I, I got like five or six scattered across time that seemed representative. Um, 
and the basically the songs that were on the greatest hits were the ones that got the the four and five stars for me. Most of their catalog, at my ranking level, which you know again I tend to be a little stricter and stingy or whatever, like a, a, I'd say the the bulk of their work is is solid three stars. Like yeah, it's, that's it's where not, I was at. I'm I'm, I'm not going to skip it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not prone to skip any of it because none of it is quite that, you know, quote unquote bad. Um, but at the same time, a lot of their, a lot of their stuff is not like, oh, this is going into the playlist. This is what I'm jamming out to. Like, it's good music to have on and enjoy in the background while you're, you know, doing other things, but not necessarily, you know, the, oh, I must listen to this all the time sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which, which is not meant as any sort of you know indictment against the group. Like I said, it's it's all good stuff. Um, like I said, with, when it comes to my rankings, they're probably not necessarily as high as they are for you, but it's still it's still solid. And you know, I yeah. encourage everyone to check it out. But by that same token, if you just pick up the greatest hits, you'll you'll probably be fine, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I would I would agree with you. I'd say pick up greatest hits, and like you need the concept album for you to get the true understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in in my ranks, I mean, at this point in time, where are we at? What what group? What number are we on? I believe we're on number six. Um, if I am, yes. This so currently, like I have my Beatles, Journey, Weird Al, um, Electric Light Orchestra, and then you have the Moody Blues. So things haven't really changed much since. Um, Oh, but Boston, they, they jumped Boston. Uh, so okay. that is the biggest, the biggest shift in power right now is that they there actually jumped ahead of Boston. So that's, that's in, in the current ranks that, um, you know, as a cumulative score for those keeping at home, um, they were in like the 400% um, range. Oh, oh. Actually, 546 to be exact. I'm sorry. 546% is what my algorithm tells me they rank, which which jumped them well ahead of Boston, which Boston is 400. So there was okay. some math talk for you. But, you know, if you want to find any of this jazz, it's all at musicrank.com. If you want right. um, the recommendations to the podcast, the recommendations to the documentary, and or uh, a detailed breakdown of what I think of albums and a, a couple in, more interesting stories about my relationship with the Moody Blues. Definitely worth checking out. I, I, I know I enjoyed enjoyed all of that and i encourage the listeners to to check that out as well um well eric it sounds like we're getting to the uh the let's plug things portion of the the tail end of the podcast uh anything else you'd like to uh to throw out there for the listeners to to check out uh todd i do want to let you know i successfully launched justinbedline.com so check that out for if you want a parody e-commerce store um that is uh, that is officially live, and I accomplished my goal of making an e-commerce store in less than I think it took me three days, and it's nice. you know, so that's the only thing I'll plug today. That that sounds that sounds good. I will uh, I will continue to plug uh, tellerYourOwnAdventure.com, uh, where you can get uh, free downloadable and printable coloring pages uh, from the very talented. Uh, mind in, in hand of Abby Hersey um, and uh, I will will also cross promote um, strongfemaleboss.com a oh look at you tips and tricks blog produced by a, a certain co-host's wife uh, who who shall remain uh, well not nameless because everyone knows who you are Eric 
but but Lauren Lauren Tandy work is also good, so I'll I'll also you know direct some folks towards that. That is fantastic. I appreciate. We all appreciate the plugs uh, section of the podcast. That's right. That's. I mean, they listen to us ramble on about random stuff, but really, everyone's just showing up for the recommendations, even though they're you know, often the same the same recommendations week after week. It's you know we're we're we're, we're making it happen, and that's, we're giving the people what they want. So that's that's good. Well, well, thank you, Eric, for for another uh, enjoyable session of of, of music ranks. Uh, thank you, listeners, for hanging in and, and putting up with the, the wet car sounds in the background as we've talked about the Moody Blues. And, uh, you know, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.